Happy Friday, Patriots fans, or a mournful Friday, depending on how you're feeling about the Celtics right now. It's understandable if you're feeling a little bit under the weather. I'm Kyrie Thompson, your Patriots beat reporter for WEEI.com. Let's drown our Celtics sorrows in some football, and let's talk about one of the Patriots' most scrutinized position groups heading into this season, wide receiver. New England just signed another body to its receiver room this past week. They brought in Lil Jordan Humphrey. Love that name. Former Saints and Texas Longhorns receiver. They just added him to the mix. As it stands right now, the Patriots have 10 receivers currently on their roster. We've got Devontae Parker, Nelson Aguilar, Jacoby Myers, Kendrick Bourne, Tyquan Thornton, Trey Nixon, Ty Montgomery, who's also played a little bit of running back, Nikhil Harry, Christian Wilkerson, Malcolm Perry, and the aforementioned Lil Jordan Humphrey. But the number I think we should be watching in regards to the 53-man roster when that eventually comes, obviously we're, we're a ways away from that, right? But the number we should probably be watching right now is six. With the exception of last year when they kept five receivers to start the season, generally the Patriots keep six receivers after initial cuts. That's going back to at least 2017. Beyond that, five of the guys on that list that I just read out are probably already set. That would be Parker, Aguilar, Bourne, Myers, and Thornton. This, of course, is assuming Nelson Aguilar doesn't get traded, which, I mean, I feel like he's probably a good bet to stay here, and I'll have more on that later. Also assumes the Patriots don't find a reason to put Tyquan Thornton on IR and give him that good old Foxborough flu redshirt season. And again, to be honest, not wholly sure that they want to do that, not just because of where they selected him in this past draft, but because of what he represents and what he can provide for this offense, even in a limited role. Anyway, that leaves likely one roster spot, two tops, but most likely one roster spot to fight over between five players, potentially. Let's go ahead and eliminate Malcolm Perry and Christian Wilkerson right off the bat. They haven't done much of anything in the spring that's notable or a reason to keep them around also I'm not banking on Nikhil Harry being on this team he doesn't look like he wants to be a Patriot anymore based on what we saw at camp the body language and all that and honestly the Patriots don't look like they want him to be a Patriot anymore either I mean he was hardly participating at mandatory minicamp when it came down to team drills and you barely noticed him when he was on the field so whether it's a cut or a trade I just think his time here has run its course. So that leaves three guys to watch here. Trey Nixon, Lil Jordan Humphrey, and Ty Montgomery. Humphrey we obviously haven't seen yet because he just signed, but he's a big body at 6'4 that might give the Patriots a nice pair of each body type at receiver. That would give them you know, two bigs. That would be Humphrey and Parker, two possession types in Bourne and Myers, and two burners with Aguilar and Thornton. So some nice little balance throughout that receiving core. At this point, though, you have to figure he's really got to come on strong to make a better impression than the one that Ty Montgomery and Trey Nixon have had and, and leapfrog them to get onto this roster. Between those latter two, I might actually give Ty Montgomery right now a better chance to make the team than Nixon and there are a few reasons for that. First of all, we need to see if Nixon can show out in padded practices and in preseason action like he did in the spring. I mean, we've seen enough guys disappear when the pads come on after having an electric spring or you know a great couple days of training camp when the pads aren't on yet. 
and then disappear when the pads actually come on. So I just feel like you can't bank on him yet. The other thing is that Montgomery has already been playing both receiver and running back with the Patriots, and he's looked pretty decent in both roles. So it feels like he'll probably catch on one way or another if this keeps up. And the running back room could potentially be really full. I mean, there might be only five spots available there. So something might have to give. We could talk about the running backs another time. Montgomery also gives you value as a return man and a special teamer. And it's not that Nixon can't do that. We just know Montgomery already has a track record in that regard with several other teams. He's a veteran. You can use him a lot of different ways. And I feel like we've seen how much Bill Belichick values players that can be versatile and multidimensional in backup roles. And with Nixon, I feel like the other thing is that even if you cut him, he'll probably end up back on your practice squad anyway, and you can still keep him in-house and develop him and call him up for a couple of games of action the way that they did with Christian Wilkerson last year. And I know that people fret about this every year. Oh, he was so good in training camp or in spring. Like, he really showed some flashes. Someone's going to take him if, if you put him on waivers. Like, he's not going to make the practice squad. And people will be on pins and needles for that day and a half period or whatever, waiting for the practice squad to officially be announced. And poof, there you go. That guy that you were worried about is right back on the practice squad where you expected him to be. Look, he's a seventh round pick who didn't play at all last year. He was not on the active roster. He spent the entire season on the practice squad. I doubt he's going to be on many teams' radars to the effect of like, oh man, Trey Nixon got cut? We definitely have to add that guy to our 53-man roster or practice squad like right off the bat if he gets cut. I just, I don't see that being the case. And that's not, that's not necessarily a knock against Nixon. I feel like that's just the way things go in the NFL. Like typically, like if you... If you cut an undrafted player or you know a late round pick or something like that, unless that's somebody that a lot of teams had their eye on, he like fell because of character concerns maybe or what have you, most of the time that guy is still going to be there after the waiver period passes. So even if Trey Nixon doesn't make the 53-man roster, he's probably still going to be with the Patriots as a practice squad guy. That said, I'm not going to rule him out as somebody who can get that last spot in the receiver room. I mean, again, the performance that he had, like you can you can see that he clearly stood out as one of the best players in spring practice. So, yeah, that's within the realm of possibility. Now, I teased talking about Nelson Aguilar earlier, and I want to get into that a little bit more now. A lot of people are understandably down on Aguilar because he didn't do much last year to make himself quite worth that two-year, $22 million contract that he signed. He had just 37 catches for 473 yards and three touchdowns, not blowing the world away at all. Drops weren't an issue for him, at least. He only dropped one pass all year, I believe, but still, the production was not where you want it to be. However, for all the people that want him to be traded or cut and, you know, they just don't want to see him on the field, the reality is that even if the Patriots could trade him, and clear that $10 million in cash and $14 million cap hit off the books, honestly, that's probably not what's best for the team right now. Here's why. If you trade Nelson Aguilar or cut him or, or just generally get rid of him, that means at this point, your only speed option would be Tyquan Thornton. And yes, he's a second round pick, and obviously you want to see him contribute this year, but honestly, he's probably not physically ready to be that guy week in and week out right now. I would think that, and again, this is just guessing, 
but I would think that they probably want to bring him on a bit more slowly and give him a limited number of snaps and then see how he responds and then maybe give him more of a workload as the year goes on as opposed to throwing him straight into the fire, right? As, as basically the only guy on the team that can run. So if you don't have Aguilar on the field, it's basically a bunch of slow guys and Taekwon, which is what everybody was upset about last year, that Aguilar was kind of your only speed guy and nobody else could separate. You don't want that. And on that note, the attention that defenses had to pay to Aguilar as the lone speed guy on the field was part of why those guys were open in the first place. Teams paid attention to him. He helped open things up for Jacoby Myers and Kendrick Bourne and Hunter Henry to eat underneath. So just because he didn't put up the numbers himself doesn't mean he was useless. I've, I've heard that term thrown around and it's not accurate. You can go back and watch the All-22 and, and watch how he clears space. That was his role last year. Obviously, you're hoping for something better, but that is also the kind of role that I think the Patriots are going to want Tyquan Thornton to occupy this year. It would just help if you had more than just one speed guy on your team. Also, there is reason to believe that Aguilar could be more effective this year. He's already looked a bit more dynamic in spring. They're moving him around more, getting him the ball on shorter routes and letting him catch it on the run and make moves after the catch, and he's looked good. They haven't just relegated him to a purely outside receiver, which is essentially what they did last year. I've brought this statistic up on a, on a couple of occasions now. About 91% of his snaps last year came as an outside receiver and only about 9% came in the slot. Before he came to the Patriots, Aguilar was used in the slot a lot. And as a matter of fact, that was how he basically, he resurrected his career when he was in Philadelphia. His third season, they turned him into primarily a slot guy. And that was where he really hurt the Patriots in the Super Bowl that year, was out of the slot. So I think it would be beneficial to see them continue to move him around and try to create space for him to work. He also did have one big downfield catch from Mac Jones in minicamp, which is a good sign because the two just weren't clicking last year on deep balls. That was something that actually Jones and Cam Newton had a hard time hitting Nelson Aguilar down the field early on in, in training camp and OTAs and minicamp. It just wasn't working out for whatever reason. So that was a, a good sign to see Aguilar haul one in deep and show off that speed and his ability to make plays down the field. So the bottom line is that Aguilar last year, I don't think he was used in the best way he could have been. He proved that he could make big plays from the slot in the limited snaps he got there. The biggest play he had all year was that big post route that Mac Jones hit to him against the Los Angeles Chargers. That came out of the slot. Now, I think part of the reason they didn't use him more as a slot guy or move him around the offense is because they didn't have the personnel overall to do that. With Devontae Parker, now they do. So the most likely scenario, I think, is that the Patriots give this another shot with Aguilar, and it's actually not hard to see how it could work better in 2021. People want to talk about Devontae Parker, like, okay, is that really the step up that we want it to be, right? He's, it's not just about Parker's production and just having another big-bodied guy to eat up targets in the way you wanted Nikhil Harry to be. It's also about how he allows this receiver room to be more flexible by being able to do different things with Aguilar and with Bourne in particular, whereas Jacoby Myers is probably most often going to be used out of the slot. And again, 
this could open up opportunities, right? Having Parker, assuming he can stay healthy, that also allows flexibility with how you can use Tyquan Thornton and even potentially getting Thornton and Aguilar on the field together and really torture teams with that speed coming at you down the middle of the field. It seems like New England is really banking on this new arrangement, helping them get more out of this group than they got last year. And we will see if that's how it works out. That's it for today. We'll have more roster breakdowns coming. Till next time, I'm Kyrie Thompson, your Patriots beat reporter for WEEI.